Hi, and welcome to the Corner Crosshaven uh, Computers podcast, where we interview techs uh, from around the world and um, try to gain some insight in that, how they run their business. And we got a man who knows his stuff. His, his stuff. We know, I like this guy. I, I generally do. I generally like him a lot. And I know he's going to be interesting about what tools he uses and everything. So we got Jay from the DC guy. The first thing I'm going to ask Jay is just basically tell me a bit about yourself. Introduce yourself, mate. Okay. Hi, guys. I'm Jay from the PC Guy, and I've been in this industry for around about just over 20 years. Um, started off with no interest in computers whatsoever, um, and having my own laptop and breaking that a few times and going to my friends for them to sort it out. Uh, it was one of my friends actually said, I'm not fixing it anymore. You can learn it yourself, and you know, basically <laughs> that's it. Um, so yeah, I mean, basically I got into it by breaking things and learning how to resolve the issue, programs, operating systems, things like that, looking into antivirus programs, uh, getting rid of viruses, which were like manic back in them days. Um, yeah. And over the years sort of, uh, you know, my background is sales and marketing. Uh, so over the years I started getting better and better and, you know, one day I decided to go, what the hell? And leave my job and, and come and do it full time. So that was, uh, and it started as a, a a kitchen repairer, really, as most people do in the, their own houses. Um, and it got to a point that the more I was building up the business and the more customers I was getting, that I needed more space to make a mess, really. That's <laughs> the general thing. So I then uh, took on this office, uh, coming into my eighth year now, and I started off just renting a few desks, and now I, I basically took over half the building. So, and that's because of the progression of, of business coming through the doors, and you know more customers, etc. So, yeah, that's pretty much my background there. Very interesting. And I just about the viruses. Uh, I suppose you remember it was it LimeWire, was it when they were all? Uh, uh, oh yeah, LimeWire. You made off LimeWire, my friend. <laughs> that's where most of them came from. Yeah, just downloading music and stuff, and. It was all hidden in there, you know. It's uh, it was weird, really. And tell us, just where are you based? So I'm based in Tottington in Bury, uh, in Greater Manchester. A lot of people still call it Lancs or Lancashire. Um, I like to think it's called Lancashire still, you know. Uh, so I am based there, and I, I'm basically in a village, um, and literally get custom from all you know all around the areas, really. And is it a, you, an office or a shoppy sort of thing? It's a sort of office stroke shop, really. The, the of it is quite nice. Um, it's not your stereotypical shop. I do have uh, different rooms for uh, data recovery, repairs. All the little repairs get done in the front office. That's where the reception is, and the customers can see that it's you know busy, which is always good. Uh, the most complex stuff, waiting for parts, etc. Those are hidden in the in the two different workshops. And you are you on your set on your own, or do you do you have staff? Yeah, I, primarily it's just myself. Uh, I do have uh, a woman called Sarah who does my admin work for me. She can you, you have to get that right. You have to yeah, get the admin right because I'm yeah. no good with invoices or anything. Yeah, so no. um, at, least, at least you realise that you're not. If you get my meaning, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a nightmare for it because I'm so busy sort of repairing, doing my own marketing, things like that. I've got to have somebody to organize the office life, do the invoices, order stock and things like that. So she comes in once a, a week to do that. I've got, I've just taken on a, a young apprentice 
uh, who's 17. So he's doing a, a couple of days a week while he's at college. Um, and I've also got a lad with me at the moment, but he's uh, leaving soon to uh, pastures new, as it were. So yeah, that's fabulous. We were we were I was in my office shop today or yesterday, and a guy I know from the past came in anyway. And Neve has one side of the office; she does all the admin and deals with mostly the customers who come in. And yeah. I'm on the other side, and we were just talking. And I kind of Neve wasn't even there, but I was giving her a compliment anyway, which she deserves. And I was saying to the gentleman Pat, I was saying. Pat, without this side pointing towards the tech side, without the admin side, this side wouldn't work, you know. And Neve and myself now are so matched on that. I, I can't do what Neve does, but I realize I can do it. Yeah. That's, that's good. Tell us what's on your USB. That's my only question nowadays to people. What's on my USB? Uh, God, there's so much on there. Um, so basically, all the USBs I have are dual partitioned. So I'll have the operating system. Uh, on one partition and then all my programs that I need for a basic setup or a more com complex setup. Um, so I have things that I've written a list down because there's just so much. But oh, basic setup is obviously Adobe Reader, Chrome, Malwarebytes, if people do require it. Um, I've got the, I use a, a remote program called Fix Me IT Client. So mm -hmm. I provide that to all my customers for free. Uh, that allows me just to log in with them as long as they're not on Talk Talk because everyone knows that Talk Talk is a nightmare for blocking those uh, off. Basic things: Open Office WinRAR. I do use uh, Windows Repair Toolbox because that is a very, very handy mm. portable. Uh, like use. Yeah, absolutely, and, and it's really uh, sort of helped because I don't get a chance to do many outdoor calls now. I used to do house to house and things like that, so. You know, when I do, and I do take my USB stick with me, which I carry around with me 24-7, good to be able to, you know, try and help and sort any problems. Any problems that aren't resolvable by using this tool, I'll literally bring back to the office and then start the repairs there. So there's plenty of them, but I always dual partition every single USB. I've got about 20 USBs that include Mac operating systems. I don't touch Linux. <laughs> Sorry, but, uh, but it's Windows. Uh, Mac that I that I deal with, uh, and obviously I, I dual boot for the programs that I'll use with Mac as well. So there's yeah. a number of things on there. That's funny about the USB, and any techs listening to this will know what I'm saying here. Like I carry my tech USB around with me everywhere. Go plane, wherever I go, you know I'm expecting to be on a plane, and then suddenly standing up, going, "Is there an IT man in the house with some?" Put it on his uh, USB and I'll save the world, you know? Yeah, I took it on holiday with me and not realised, you know what I mean? It's like... It has to, it has to. Tell me, is it mostly residential or business or walkway? Bit of a mix, really. Uh, I think most of it residential. Um, I do deal with a lot of small businesses around the area. Um, I can't, obviously, with me being pretty much on my own, I can't deal with the big businesses, but I do outsource... Uh, sort of work. So basically, if there's server issues, I have a local company called TechX, uh, and they deal with all you know new servers for me and things like that. So they'll take control of dealing with the 365, which is a, a headache as far as I'm concerned. Um, and I tend to deal with more of the maintenance side of it, hard drives, new power packs, yeah. etc., providing the the machines. Um, so I do use a network of different companies. Uh, very, that's, that's very clever. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because we can't do everything. Sorry, we can't do everything. You know, no, absolutely not. I mean, and there are jobs that you know we like to think we know everything, but we, you know, you don't know everything, and you do have to outsource. So 
a lot of the, if there's a motherboard repair, um, Marco, whether it be a laptop, I'll outsource it to a company at the moment, Mind the Mac in London, um, and they will deal with the, the hardcore motherboard repairs, etc., and take that strain away from me. Because again, I, I don't have time a lot of the time to sort of do the board level repairs, which I, I guess a lot of shops don't. You know, I don't. I I don't ever do, and I don't. I wouldn't. I don't have the skill set, but I don't even think I ever. And the last while, even reached out to someone to do a board level re repair in a sense that unless you're certain, sure, it could be the process, it could be a few things. And I just, unless look, if it's a high end computer, obviously it's 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 worth it's it's worth yeah. looking at. Do you repair phones as well, or don't touch them again? Uh, I think I'm pretty fortunate in the fact that because of the uh, the reputation that I've got locally. I don't really have to deal with them. And to be honest with you, I haven't got the time to deal with phones and tablets. So again, I literally outsource them to a, a third party company. They're more than happy to get the work. And then they, um, you know, give me work as well, you know, so they'll send people who walk into their shops with laptops and literally send them over to me. So it works in, in, in a good way though. Is there any particular computers you don't like repairing or, or anything? <laughs> Yeah, Chromebooks. I can't stand them. I think Chromebooks are shocking. Um, See, I'm with, I, like Chromebooks, if you ask me, are kind of disposable items, really. It's next to impossible to get parts for them. Yeah. It's, um, now, to be fair, they don't go wrong, but when they go wrong, they go wrong, you know? Yeah. I could, but I could, can't understand them. Um, now, I have never used a very, very expensive Chromebook, but I'm a bit still bewildered. Maybe some tech will explain to me at some stage why people are paying eight or nine hundred quid. I appreciate good screens to watch on, but why do you need a hundred and twenty, uh, one hundred and twenty gig SSD? I'm not too sure about that. Where yeah, it's, it's crazy the, the amount of people that do come in with Chromebooks and. You know, most of the, a lot of them, I, I will take a look at them, you know, but there's certain aspects of them that I just absolutely hate. The the basic lack of storage, you know, why these big companies are actually getting away with selling machines that the tiny storage in them. I yeah, but you can argue with that, with a Chromebook, at least it's in the, it's yeah. in the clouds, all cloud-based, whereas you look at some of those crap um, 30, 30 gigabyte Windows machines, not even the 60 gigabyte, you're like, no way, forget about it. It's just yeah. it's just pointless. And you know where my be in the bit bonnet is at the moment is Windows S. And yeah. people are buying Windows S machines. And yeah, I know every tech out there is kind of going, oh yeah, you just upgraded to home. It's not a problem. But the average Joe Soap or Mrs. Joe Soap doesn't know this. So yeah. they're giving us calls to say, I can't download this for college, this and that. And uh, actually, someone came in, it came from curries or one of those stores and she bought something it was around 400 quid it was a piece of crap plastic yeah. there but but it was home she didn't know that but she brought in all the receipts with her about between the add-ons for um McAfee, some other add-ons some live drive blah 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 she spent around 700 quid and she got a cheap piece of plastic yeah. With um, Windows Home, it was diabolical. It was anyway. Yeah. I won't rant because it's not my podcast; it's yours. <laughs> well, the thing is, it drives me mad as well. You know, we, as a, a business rule, we we do like the customers to have a, a Microsoft account anyway, even if they don't use most of the Microsoft products. It just enables us to be able to set them up so if they get locked out of the system, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, we can help as much as possible. The problem with the Windows S mode is, like you said, people don't know what that means. 
So when we get a, say for example, a computer in for repair, we've got to put a new drive in because we can't clone it. Um, and we're like going, well, it's in Windows S mode. We need your Microsoft account. Half of them don't even know what Microsoft yeah, they don't. is. They don't. They haven't got a clue. Um, that makes it quite difficult because, well, it doesn't for me. I can set them up a new account if they haven't got one and then get them out of the, you know, the S mode. But I remember the first time I hit the S mode issue and I was like, what the hell is this? I didn't know what either. I was like, yeah, I was like, this is crazy. And that was, I think it was about six years ago that I first hit the S mode issue. Yeah, I remember Steve, who, who helped me at times, and rang me from site somewhere on site, and he was like, I can't, don't know this and that. And I was like, oh, Steve, oh, Steve. I was like, oh, Steve, seriously, mate. And then I started joking, and I said, like, yeah, Steve, don't worry, I had that problem two days ago. Yeah, I have to figure it out. Go in and guarantee this Windows S mode. And he says, watch S. I said, it's a four-letter word for something. Yeah, absolutely you know? is, yeah, yeah. No, it is. And tell me, do you have a ticketing system when people come in? Uh, like, what's the procedure? I come in and I hand the laptop to ye. Okay, so basically what we do is uh, they bring the laptop in, sit and have a chat, because I greet every single customer that I can do pretty much 99% of the time because, yeah. it's, you know, the you know yeah. yeah, they are dealing with me. You know, I am the PC guy as far yeah. as they're concerned. Um, so we have a chat about what's been going on, and then literally I fill in a job sheet so that job sheet is then duplicated. I know it sounds old-fashioned, but it's the way that I work because I can put the job with the job. Uh, and then, obviously, Sarah, what she does once a week is enter everything onto the uh, CRM system. We use HubSpot at the moment. Um, it's just a basic phone number, address, telephone, email, what the job is, and it's nice and simple. But we can also do a full invoice uh, from that system once the job's done. Um, we we do tend to sort. I do tend to keep a lot of duplicates, to be honest with you, because when you're as busy as I am in this place, it literally it is a lifesaver. You know, when you go to the computer instead yeah. of having to keep coming back. Um, so the job sheets, yeah, I do like the written word. I do prefer that because I know what I've written down. Um, sometimes, you know, when it's entered onto the system, it can go. You know, information can be missed, uh, and that can make it quite hard. So as long as I know that I've spent a good 10, 15 minutes with the client. Uh, and I know it's a long time that, but it, it gives that uh, introduction to myself, to the business, to the building, you know, the whole thing. I want them to like me as soon as they come through the door. And the majority of the time, 98% of the time they do. Uh, well, probably 100% of the time because they all trust me. Uh, they're all happy to leave the computers with me, the Macs, the laptops, whichever. Um, and I think that if you do write things down, it just makes life so much simpler. Relying on... I can't rely on the, you know, the uh, technical side, i.e. the CRM systems, because I've had them crash on me before. So to have literally everything written down, I've got folders upon folders for each year, and I can literally go back onto them if I'm nowhere near a computer, etc. or if I'm doing maintenance. So, yeah. yeah, I can see the customer service is uh, massive for you in a sense. I like that you said there that you'll spend 10 minutes with a customer now i'm yeah. lucky in the sense that need is just so good with the customers because i you know when they kind of face the company this and that but mm. you know what as things are going on um leave is just uh, so good but that's what, what like we i want people come in we're changing our shop actually but yeah. when people come in there's a place where they sit down i don't want them just handing the company and sit down and have a conversation with them and this and that now as we're getting busier that's getting harder but in a sense, we're a shop office as well, so we're working this and that. And I do find when Eve's not there, it's getting a lot more difficult at this stage. Yeah. So we're redesigning. 
with the tell me um how do you stay up to date with the latest tech or all that where's your passions or what do you do to be honest with you i i use i am quite a, a sort of creature of habit i will use specific brands that mm -hmm. i'm used to uh, i do branch out every now and again but i think one of the things one and it is a, a big shout out to the uh you know to uh um tech for text oh yes you know i mean the the information you get on there the reviews that phil does jenny's got great advice as well they're, they're both an amazing couple uh and they do provide obviously you know the forums that we have that we can all all go on and with, with tech for text even when we're over the convention the way they look at it are, are it's like they, they make us all money it's great because there's been moments there when, I, when i'm in sight and we don't know everything obviously and um, and you you'll post a question and my god you could be sitting down on site and you'd be going i'm oh, sweating will someone answer this and they do it's answered and you're out there it's it's invaluable invaluable yeah, absolutely because there are, there are products that i've moved away from uh another was uh a recent uh company that was doing uh ssds i won't mention them yes. but literally started hitting major failures and, and mm. used them for around about a month and i wasn't happy with the way that that went so i had to move away from them i tend to use um you know sort of if we're looking at the sort of the main areas corsair for example samsung crucial crucial i use a lot of this the ssds for crucial i get yeah, I, I know what you're saying that there was a good tip off in that group that time but that i tell me you have a beautiful computer behind you do you build them i do build them yeah i've got one there that's uh literally just been built behind me Mm. So that's going to be going out to a customer. Um, I do not build them every single week. It's literally, as it's coming up to the Christmas period now, there's a lot of people wanting more and more built PCs, so that's where I can tend to concentrate on them. Um, but I do build them. Yeah, I build them to spec as well. So whatever the customer wants, the customer gets. Um, obviously, I don't go too mad with them. I think it's there's a lot of overkill in the industry, um, and I think there's... You know, people, you know, sort of, especially kids will watch YouTube and see all these. Yeah, that, that, we were building them for a while. I don't build them myself. I'll get them pre-built in. And uh, I might be getting one flown in from Wales for myself from uh, Celtic Computers. They're flying in in the person plane. You just have to throw that out there for the hell of it. But what I do find, what we might in, and this is why I, if someone comes in and give me the budget, we give them the machine for that. I yeah. can't go back and forth with the kids anymore because they want this part, this part, part. We don't have all the suppliers, don't have that. Let's go to six different people and this and that. And another thing is that, um, no, um, we'll build a beautiful machine for you. If you want to, I don't have time. While And then I found with that was that, oh, I was kind of, I suppose my own great fairness when you'd be talking to your moms or dads because the kids didn't want to talk. And you're like, well, the kid's 24. I'm not too sure why the kid ain't talking. But, yeah. I will, 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 will hold it under that. Just the last few questions there to wrap up. Uh, what personal laptop do you use yourself, or do you, do you use a laptop at this stage? Uh, I don't use a laptop anymore. More desktop. So again, I've got myself. Uh, I've got my own custom built, but I use uh, Lenovo all in one at home uh, because I do find them very reliable. That's currently Lenovo yeah and uh, I'm also speaking to you on my Mac as well. So I've got uh, Mac. What phone do you use? Phone, I'm an iPhone guy. Right, we went yeah, down yeah. the road like and ran about that. I'll get sued by certain people in certain little countries around there and, and that one. And um, yeah, that's that you know something now you gave us a fabulous insight in in into the tech world. And you know what I really admire, and um, you're saying you're, you're 20 years, I don't know how many years in the 
I'm a few years of getting on getting on into it now because I got to start tech late. But see, business, as I keep saying, business is not is a is a marathon, not a sprint, you know. Um, and I was talking to a lady who's in this shop next to us, and she's been in uh, she does curtains and stuff for like 25 years. That's you're after making it through a lot of recessions to get that, yeah. you know. So when people further down the field than me, and they could be people younger than me who've been in business a lot longer than me. I listen to them because they 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 make sense, you know. Um, is there anything you want to plug or promote or tell people to follow you on anything? Just yeah. Uh, uh, How's I've your got... TikTok going? Sorry. How's your TikTok going? My TikTok's come to a halt at the moment. I've run out of ideas. I'm not. I've tried it. Uh, I, I have a bit of a play around with it. I'm not a, a TikTok genius yeah. or anything like that. I tend to stick to Facebook more than anything. Yeah. I've been most of my advertising. Um, you know, and I, I tend to concentrate more on that without spamming too many people, you know, just posting in groups, yeah, 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 yeah. local groups. But yeah, the uh, social media side of it is primarily Facebook. Google, I am getting more reviews on now because I'm concentrating more on that. Um, you know, but yeah, it's uh, TikTok's. <laughs> I will get used to it one day. Yeah, you do. I thought I was only asking. It was good. Um, do you know something? I could literally talk to you about tech all night. Yeah. I am like watching a 20 minute mark and I'm just constantly like everyone and come on and say we'll keep it to 20 minutes because yeah. people are listening to and from work. But you know what? We're going to have a round two with you sometime. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we're going to try to get uh, some evening there. We'll get four people on yeah. to join us and just throw up and talk about conversations, maybe have debates between people yeah. um, and this and that. But thank you very much all together and just hang on while I wrap up. And thank you everyone who's been listening this podcast do us a favor share it everywhere and uh follow me on tiktok please all right and thank you so much man thanks very much take care we'll just there we go now we press end here